The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. B-Pod Studios. We're live on the Facebook machine. The new and improved bearded Jimmy G. Oh, gross. <laughs> now, the Wicked Fast Podcast with Lungboy and Timmy G. NASCAR returns after seven agonizing weeks for drivers, teams, sponsors, and race fans. And what a place to return to. NASCAR's trickiest and toughest super speedway ever. The pace car is in. Green flag. NASCAR is back. Trouble back straight away. Around goes the 47 on the very first lap. Ricky Stenhouse. Hey, this is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. Jimmy Johnson is there. And going for the lead, he's going to use that lap car ahead as a pick. Oh, Jimmy Johnson no. going around. Into the wall, Hart. Unbelievable, our leader. We're under caution the end of stage one. William Byron wins the stage from Denny Hamlin, Alex Bowman, and Kevin Harvick. Hey, this is William Byron, driver of the number 24 Chevrolet, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. There's Lasky up top, there's others at the bottom. We're going to work for Brad Keselowski. Keselowski gets that green and white checkered flag for his second stage win of the season. Is about to become the 14th driver in NASCAR Cup history to reach 50 career victories, breaking a tie with Tony Stewart for 14. Harvick wins NASCAR's return to action at Darlington. Thank you guys. Awesome job. Hey, this is Kevin Harvick, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. And we're about to do something that NASCAR has never done, not in its 70-year history. Drivers, start your engine! Green flag, NASCAR is back-to-back at Darlington. Turn four, crash. John Hunter, oh, a check. No, back straight away, we got a spinner. That'll put us under caution. For oh, the no, time. not again. John Hunter Nemechek. <laughs> Low trouble car around and in the wall in turn number two. It is Chris Busher. Light contact with the outside wall. And not another stage win. Clint Boyer beats Chase Elliott to the line by four-tenths of a second. Wow, that did not work out. For, oh, Kyle Busch turns Chase Elliott. Hard into the wall. Almost back up into traffic. Hey, this is Kyle Busch, driver of the M&M Toyota, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. You can see he's taking his time. He he wants to see somebody first. Or <laughs> he was in position to have a chance to win it. Hey guys, Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. NASCAR has called the race for rain, and Hamlin will pick up his 39th career win tonight, second of the season after winning the Daytona 500, and he's won the first NASCAR Wednesday race since July 4th, 1984, when Richard Petty got his 200th victory. How about that mask? Yeah, hey, son. Uh, made sure I brought it with me today. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you want this mug on the trophy again? Um, hello, this is the Wicked Fast Podcast. Now. 
to anyone out there who wants to go fast. Anybody. I want to go fast. Drivers, start your engines! Yeah! 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 Woo-hoo. All, All right. right. Wicked Fast Podcast. What's up, Timmy G? Brian Bell, how we doing? I'm good. Brian Bell here, Timmy G over there. The Hey. That giant goatee beard thing going on. It's coming off next Saturday. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. You have an appointment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna need I do. A pro- you're going to need a professional to take that thing off. All right, <laughs> episode uh, 159. We got double header from Darlington. That was fun. Got two awesome. races. Got two races a, in a Darlington. Give me a triple header. Yeah, I know, right? This is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought we'd have to wait for that Pocono doubleheader this season, but yeah. no, we're getting nope, it done we'll, early. Uh, we'll do this instead. You can, of course, find us uh, on the Twitter machine at Wicked Fast PDCST, <laughs> Wicked Fast Podcast, uh, at Wicked Fast Podcast on Instagram, on the Facebook machine. Uh, go to bpodstudios.com. A lot of great uh, podcasts there, or, you know, just wrr.com slash Wicked Fast. But, uh, man, that was kind of fun. It was nice to get back to some racing. Yeah, and a lot of people watched, too, which I think was great for the sport. They uh, had nothing else to watch and nowhere to go. Yeah, and so. even got more viewings than The Last Dance. <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, the Sunday the Sunday race that it got over 6 million viewers, nice. which is incredible. And then the Wednesday race got 2 million, which I think is still pretty good. So pretty good for a Wednesday night and with a rain delay at, thrown in. I was looking back at some of our old notes, and... The race this past Wednesday got more viewers than the Dover playoff race did last year. Wow. That's hey, so, it's good stuff. Getting some eyes on NASCAR, so that's yeah, great. Yeah, and uh, the race hub on Fox. Yeah, that's on FS1, right, the race hub? That's, yeah. Uh, that got its highest ratings in like three or four years this week, too. Wow. So, that's crazy. So hopefully it'll be good for the sport. Yeah, very cool. All right, so we got two races to recap, and then we're going to, you know, cover the standings, some fantasy, and get ready for two at Charlotte, including the Coca-Cola 600. It was going to be great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no no IndyCar leading into it this year. Yeah, that'll be a bummer. Kind It'll be bummer. weird. They're, they are running, like, a, an Indy 500 special on ABC for, like, four hours of, like, greatest highlights and stuff like that, but... Nah, it'll just good. be a bunch of crashes for those people who watch the sport for crashes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the best crashes. So it'll be crashes and milk. Yeah, lots of milk. Okay, lots yeah, of milk. lots of milk. Got it. Yeah. All right, so race one. Race one, Kevin Harvick. Yeah. 50th was... career win, pretty impressive. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. But it's also, like, so crazy where you feel like he's only won, like, 50 times. You know, like, if you think about, like, his, like, first win, what was he driving the... The 29 car. Yeah. After Dale passed, right? right? He won at Atlanta, or was it Charlotte? Or? It might have been Atlanta. I think it was Atlanta uh, where he won that. But, you know, he dominated all day. He led 130 laps. And I loved how Mike Joy was just like, the last time Kevin Harvick led uh, over 100 laps, he lost a race to Alex Bowman. Yeah. And Alex Bowman was in second place. Right there. So I was just like, oh, that would be fun. Yeah. But it's pretty crazy that Kevin Harvick, he's destroying the point standings. He's up 34 points on Joey Logano. He's like you in our fantasy races this weekend. Yeah, he's the only driver (laughs) to finish in the top 10 in every single race this year. Wow. That's pretty good. So that's my... I thought he was going to win the second one, too. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he definitely had a chance. You know, I think the theme was clean air at Darlington. Yeah. Clean air. Good tires and clean air. So... 
but yeah, uh, you know, minus Kevin Harvick, I mean, obviously Jimmy Johnson was one lap away from winning stage one. Yeah. He, he kind of messed up on his, on his own. It wasn't anyone else's fault, but his really, I was um, surprised at the guy. I mean, I, I feel like, do you think it helped Ryan Newman and Matt Kenseth that the entire field was rusty? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Matt Kenseth was great. And I'm going to talk about how good Matt Kenseth performs at Charlotte later. So Ooh. like Matt Kenseth, if he can get that state what of a confidence tease that he has G. right now. Yeah. Big <laughs> um, yeah. If he can stay and, you know, if he can keep his confidence up like that, I think it'll be really good for the 42 team. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, the Hendrick cars all day, I know we're a little biased towards the Hendrick cars, but all day, terrible luck, you know, Bowman hit the wall, you know, as Jimmy Johnson was trying to pass him for the lead, but he still finished second, which was great. William Byron crashed battling for the lead stage two yep. chase, you know, sped on pit road and stage one, but still. I mean, it like the, all of the crashes were kind of the ones you expect from Darlington anyway, because you mm-hmm. have to run so close to the wall and people like guys leading the race, just slamming that right side, just getting a little too much. Yeah, and I think Denny, what, Hamlin's, you know. Denny Hamlin's car, I feel like, was the cleanest-looking car yeah. I've ever seen win a race at Darlington. Yeah. But it was really interesting seeing how the cars reacted to the track with no rubber on it. Yeah. I thought, th- I thought that was very interesting. So That was but, fun. It was nice, yeah. nice to see. But, I mean, you know, you, you brought up that uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. clip, but, I mean, are we really surprised that he was the first crash back? He's the Stenhousiest Stenhouse. Yeah. Ugh. It was great. Yeah. And then I thought it was hilarious, the uh, the sticker, like the vinyl that like came off the walls. <laughs> yeah. And like just hopped from car to car to car to car. I thought that was really good. But and I was really impressed with um Tyler Reddick and yeah. uh, John Hunter and Nemerchek, the the young guys to the first come one, out, yeah. To come out like that and you know. But I know you and I were kind of texting about it a little bit, but like wasn't it weird that Mike and Jeff weren't there? Yeah, I thought so. I mean, because all the MRN guys were there. That seems like the easiest crew to just stick in the booth with nobody around them. And yeah, they can see the, everything the, going on. The other media was in the Earnhardt Towers. There was only four of them in the Earnhardt Towers, which is what turn three, right at Darlington. Yeah, and they, I mean, they only had, you know, the broadcast booth. It's that's pretty much just them anyway. Yeah, and I, I loved know. and I loved how Fox handled all the interviews and stuff with all the drivers. The, yeah, I mean, their mics you, on a stick you, and. Yeah, you would just randomly see the stick come into the screen like this. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that I, was thought that was great. They all, I think everybody did a great job. It was it was fun to see. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk about the second race as a fan. So I mean, if you want to talk, well, about let's it, go right ahead. Real quick, because I think um, I picked for the first race. I picked Denny to win. I think I get credit for that anyway, right? Because he won. Yeah, the, yeah, I mean, well, really, yeah. he did yeah, win we'll one of them, right? Yeah, we'll give you half. Credit. I, I picked I picked Brad K to win the second and Denny to win the first. Okay, I got I got one of them. Yeah, you one know, out of two ain't bad. I think that's all right. Um, let me hit the quick uh, fantasy for the first race. Oh yeah, please. Do. How about that? Yes. Um, because talk about that all day. Somebody Jeff Gotrin won that one. Nice job. Thank you. Very first much. one back. Boom. Fantasy just. Killing it. I did not do well. I was, yeah, you uh, did not do well this weekend. All weekend. I was races. 11th in that first one, and I think even worse in the second. In it the, was bad. In, in the New Hampshire Motor Speedway League, yeah. in the second one, I finished second. Nice. 
That's a big so, league uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I think there's 3000 people in it and I finished wow. second. So second or third. It was nicely like done. So yeah, we'll cover the overall after we cover the second race, but first race you took it in the fantasy. So way to go. Nicely done. Yep. I just needed a few things to turn around. Didn't quite work. <laughs> no. Well, you know, I, I oh, felt you know like, what? you know, actually watch this. Like for example, the NASCAR guy, um, you know, one of our big fans, yeah. He he took a lot of like the not big name guys in the second race, like the Ryan Pierce's, right. and that just like you know, it was a good thought. Hey, look at just, that. Like, How's it that? just didn't work out. Oh wow. Pretty. There you go. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, wanna go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh. Let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. There yeah, you are. That's right. 213. I forgot we could show you the screen. There you go. 213. Left turns for days. I think, is that Jackson down the street? Yeah, I think it I is. I think that is. And then champ strikes back john that's that's all strong that matters for me. finish strong finish Beating him that's all that matters for me yep i was down with there down the end look at that yep yeah, that's all right ladies night race eighth but uh yeah and matt fan number one dead last i'm glad somebody was worse than me and and nate nascar guy Whew, two guys that were worse than me thank goodness yeah. <laughs> so there you go we'll we'll cover the second race uh after we cover it so yeah race two of course, Nat, you can tell when NASCAR's back because we get rain delays. Xfinity got rained out, and then we got a two-hour rain delay after they moved the race up two hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, eh, what are you going to do? NASCAR's back, do? so are rain delays. Yep, so is a Mother Nature. She, she yeah. hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. Your thoughts on race two? No, you don't, you're not going to say anything. I'm. If there's children watching, I cannot speak because I am yeah, watch your I'm language. still angry. I'm okay. still angry. All right, so... That was the Denny took the mid- win, but yeah, De- that was the greatest middle finger of all time. That's a it was a great one. And it was, I mean, his posture was it, very know, yes. It was almost really, like he was a commander. Really, yeah. Uh, and, he, and he waited right. and waited and chased. All right, I'll okay. I'll, so I'll what lap? In. What lap was that? It was just about it the was end. With about twenty, Chase, it was about twenty laps to go. Chase Elliott had fresher tires than Denny. He was going to win that race. Yep. And I understand that Kyle Busch didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, it, that definitely I, didn't I, seem. I understand oh, that spotters are in different places and yeah. blah 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 blah. I get that, but that was stupid. Oh yeah, that was dumb. You think that was a little bit of the rust right there? A little I didn't bit. Think, in the moment, I didn't think of that. I'll tell you that right now. I didn't think of the rust in the moment. It was just like, for someone like him, who is literally talking about racing every single race at Charlotte next week. Yeah. Come on. He's talented enough. Now, if that was, let's say, Ryan Blaney or something, you know, not a shot at Ryan Blaney, but like, he Blaney doesn't race as much as Kyle Busch. Right. So I could maybe like, I'd still be angry. But it, it was just the fact that it was Kyle Busch yeah. who I just started kind of liking again. Yeah. And then for him to do that, yeah. it was unbelievable. And then there's people chirping saying that they have no respect for Chase Elliott because he didn't go down and talk to Kyle Busch himself like a man. I Whatever. Guarantee, I guarantee you the, the officials were like, 
infield care center, straight to your trailer. Get out of here. Yep. But we're not the, gonna have a fight on the socially distanced race. <laughs> oh, but, but but the I don't know who it was on the nine team, but that guy who like took off like the top part of his um fire suit and like showed off his muscles and tattoos like while Kyle Bush is sitting in the car, like, come on. <laughs> but no, I mean I just feel like this always happens to Chase. Yeah, and I know everyone thinks Chase is a golden boy because now he's the last driver with a dad who used to race before that was a big name and blah, 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 hey, blah, blah. Dave Blaney takes exception to that. Yeah. So, but it was just like, I don't know. I just, I think I was just angry because this isn't the first time it's happened to Chase. Yeah. You know, you think about Martinsville and some it other. It does seem to happen a lot to him. Yeah. It was, you know, and then you think about his amazing win last year at the Oval and it was just like. In the moment, I can't like I wanted sports to go back away because I, <laughs> I was so angry and I was just like, oh my god, I haven't been this angry in like I don't know a couple weeks. Ah, uh, the roller months. coaster of Timmy G. Yeah, and I, I I don't know like I just don't understand like what he was thinking. Yeah, I, I, I and, like I know Kevin Harvick was coming up and he had to worry about him, but and he was trying to jump back in line, but it was so I, I get that, but deliberate. He's ta- and it was he just is so talented enough to go into turn one on the lower lane and find a way in. Because clearly he was ahead of Kevin Harvick for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So it just sucks that, you know, he Chase performed so well all weekend. Yeah. And then that had to happen. So that's kind of a bummer. But, uh, but no, I mean, the Joe Gibbs cars overall were great. And a shout out to Chase Briscoe for beating uh, Kyle, too. Is the, is the bounty still on? The Kyle bounty? Did you hear what happened with Chase Briscoe earlier in the week? It was horrible. Yeah. And the fact Horrible. that he raced and won that, holy glass case of emotions. Yeah. Yeah, that was a tough day for him and his family. So yeah. forget about him not and his easy. wife. Not easy. Yeah, not easy at all. But, you know, Joe Gibbs had a really good day. I mean, it was just basically like if you had a good pit crew and you had the clean air, you were up front. Well, you I feel bad for Clint Boyer because he oh. his pit crew was killing it and he mm-hmm. was dominating the race and just – I mean, he's lost, such a he, good personality too. He's I know so I see fun. Him every week, he's a lot he of fun. Is, he's just a lot of fun. It may get annoying like down the road, but for right now, um, anytime they interview him, I'm in. Yeah. So. It was fun, but yeah, I I thought the Wednesday race was better than the Sunday race. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, if everybody you, if you were to get everybody. The Sunday race was home, uh, was almost like practice, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, it really was. Mm-hmm. And then I was surprised because I had picked some of the guys when they flipped the field. That I had picked some of the guys who were in the back that I thought would come forward that had a good race Sunday, and that like, okay, they got it figured out. So let's go with them. That didn't work out so well. Yeah, I was telling one of my buddies who yeah. you know likes to bet. I was just like, put your money on Eric Jones. I mean, he won here last year. He was like a plus. 1650 so he would win a good chunk of change and he was winning all race oh hey cj cj's watching our stream he says the uh, bounty's only for the trucks that's right that's right oh yes yes, yes, that's right uh so yeah so you know eric jones he hit the wall but i i honestly think if he didn't hit the wall he might have finished ahead of his teammate denny hamlin yeah so that was interesting but you know we were our i think it's your friend uh matt right from michigan who was talking about that Eric Jones, like they were tweeting us about, you know, oh, what's yeah, yeah, next yeah. for Eric Jones. Um, I, yeah. So, you know, there's rumors going around that Penske is going to get, to get a fourth car next year and who's going to go over. But like, 
if you're Eric Jones, do you want to be the fourth car at Penske? Or do you like being the third car at Joe Gibbs? Or do you want a lot of pressure and step into the 48? Hmm. I would I would just stay put if Joe if Joe Gibbs and the sponsors and DeWalt and you know sports cuts or whatever yeah. is sponsored yeah. on the 20 car. I would just stay there. But like, if not, I mean, I, it's going to be so interesting to figure out who's going to fill in that 48 next year. Yeah. You know, Alex Bowman just signed a contract extension to 2021. He's so doing great. Know, that's great. I, I really, I, I like Bowman a lot. And he's actually really funny. Yeah. He's you a funny know, guy. Like, he's, he's a really funny guy, especially his Twitter, but I don't know. It's just very interesting. It was, you know, it was a, interesting segment uh i think matt yokum was the one talking about you know if he's gonna yeah or that was or the other um, thing is that's do my you buddy take over do you take over brad kozlowski and then brad kozlowski jumps over to the 48 so there can be some Ooh. i i hate to say veteran leadership because bowman's been around for a while and he's old but to think of the average age of chase and bowman and william byron has yeah, right. to be like what 23 somebody's gonna have to buy the beer on that team exactly uh, <laughs> so um, I, you know just brad k go over there and then he takes over for the two yeah. i don't know it's gonna be interesting and uh, that shout out that's uh, big jim o'brien from um our oh, sister yeah, station yes. out in detroit and he does an, a great podcast and yeah he had matt yokum on talking about it so that's pretty cool yeah no that that was a re- very interesting question yeah um, I'm hoping to get some Fox folks on next week, but man, with two races a week, it's like we can't get any time because they're crazy well, busy with everybody. Well, before we like get in the standings and stuff, NASCAR yeah. did announce, you know, there are going to be more schedule changes coming to go. And we got a little bit of an update from New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Oh, hang on. Wait, before we finish uh, with race two, we got to cover the fantasy. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, uh, there we go. All right, there we go. Dewey Riders Driving School. That's uh, Richard. He uh, two fifteen took the race. Wow, you had one sixty eight again. Is that what I had in the last race? Yeah, oh, it was not good. It was not yeah. good. I've got like nobody was getting me any stage points, so I just couldn't do it. Yeah, like he, if he you go down to fifth. the Na- if if you go yeah if you go down to the NASCAR guy, can you see his team if you click that? No, mm, no, no, no. Because I, 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 you know, I looked at his team because I like to look at everyone's team to see what everyone's vibes are. Yeah. And, you know, I was just like, wow, Ryan Priest. Like, I did not think about that. Like, that's actually, that could be a good idea. Oh, yeah. Here you go. So you can just scroll down. Uh, there you go. Oh, he ended up putting Ryan Priest in the, in the garage. Like, Matt Kenseth yeah. was a good choice. Ryan Newman, like, had a reasonable day. Yeah. But then, you know, some some issues at the end. Kurt Busch was great in the first race and then. I don't want to say bad, but not as good. Not as good. Uh, not as good yeah. in the second race. So, so it, uh, it was tough because then you know you there also you go. here's our league overall standings. Yep. There Ooh. you are. I mean, you're, you were in second in for you were probably in second place at this time last year. Well, you know, let's not look back. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, let's look forward. Not good. Not good. So, not good this year. Oh, only twelve points behind. All right. Yeah, I'm coming for you. There you go. Uh, so that's cool. And actually, you know what? There you go. Talk some standings. Oh, yeah. Look at this. So yeah. interactive. How's that, right? Yeah. So obviously you see Kevin Harvick with a pretty big lead uh, over Joey Logano. Yep. In him and Denny Hamlin are the only drivers with two wins. Or do we say Denny Hamlin has four wins this year because of his two E-race or E-NASCAR <laughs> Yeah. Wins? I don't think those count. Can you imagine if playoff points were like... 
part of this. The, like, the, you just the get, iRacing series you, with some playoff get, points on the you, line? Ooh. Yeah, you just you – no, know, just one point. Just yeah. one playoff point. You know, William Byron would have, you know, 77 million yeah, right. uh, playoff points. Uh, but if you actually do scroll down, speaking about William Byron, look who's only four or five points behind him for that 16th spot. Tyler Reddick. Wow. Bubba Wallace. You know, Bubba Wallace Pretty hung good, in. good, right there. Especially late in the race on older tires on, on Wednesday and – yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Ooh. And so, and now, yeah, but and now Matt Kenseth enters in here. He's got <laughs> he's got thirty six. Yeah, okay, so he's he's a, a few points behind. But you know what? He gets a win, and he's in. No, but I mean, at the end of the day, like if you're the forty two team, you have really good stuff. You're going to pass those cars in front of you. Yeah, eventually, you know. Yeah. And it was also, you know, Mike Joy, king of great great ideas and great lines is, you know, Kurt Busch and Matt Kenseth back in the heyday used to be teammates and now they're teammates again. Interesting. So, you know, I'm sure that will be good for their, you know, Chip Ganassi racing because I'm sure it was super awkward after. Yeah. No kidding. Right. Um, But yeah, so obviously we have the two races, you know, at Charlotte and then NASCAR decide, Hey, we're going to make some more schedule changes. Yeah. And I was very nervous when they announced it. I didn't want to read the article until it said the end of June. And I was just like, oh, okay, thank God. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go back to after this week or next week, I should say, next Wednesday. We're going to go back to every Sunday except for one week. So on May 31st, yep. they're going to be at Bristol. Okay. June 7th, they're going to be at Atlanta. Those are both Sundays. And then yep. on June 10th, at, on Wednesday, a night race at Martinsville. That will be a lot of fun. And then back to Sunday, June 14th at Miami, and then June 21st at Talladega. And then we don't know the schedule after that because I think there's – don't they usually have like a bye week in between? Yeah. Or is that after Loudon? That's the part that Sometimes I Sometimes it's right up. before. I, I feel like it's right before. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But with that being said, Dave McGrath, uh, our good friend from yep. New Hampshire Motor Speedway, he told Nesson that the track intends to host their normal weekend in July. And then the governor, Chris, what is it, Sununu? Yep. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Uh, he said, we haven't finalized it yet, uh, but our hope is to finalize and fully anticipate a, the NASCAR race happening out loud and very similar to what they did with Darlington this past weekend. I don't anticipate large crowds and maybe even any crowds. Mm. So when he says large crowds, that he doesn't anticipate. Yeah. But if he's expecting small crowds, where do we line up? <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's what i want you're in um you're ready yeah i'll i'll go so it'll, it'll be an end what the his last line of his little uh, paragraph that he told to yeah. uh, another station was there's now sports betting in new hampshire so uh, i think that would yeah, be that big... weird casino down the down the street from the track y- yeah so you could go to that creepy place place a bet hmm. interesting you know if that if that's your thing you so can do it be, on an app like you can like down in I, Rhode Island. Yeah, I don't know if New Hampshire has an app or not. Yeah, I don't mm. know if you can link up to DraftKings or... On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving at your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Yeah. Um, FanDuel or something. Interesting. Like that. So. Cool. 
All right. Well, should we get ready for double Charlotte? Yeah, let's get ready for double Charlotte. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, so Sunday night, you know, like Brian mentioned earlier, we got the Coca-Cola 600 at 6 p.m., 400 laps around Charlotte Motor Speedway. Uh, there will be qualifying at 2.05 p.m. that day. One lap. That's it. Go out, run a lap. That's it. Go out, run a lap. Go back to your trailer. We'll let you know the starting lineup. That'll Come be back. interesting. But it'll be interesting, you know, like how much time will the teams have with their cars? Because obviously the qualifying setup's different than the race setup. Right. So that'll be interesting how, you know, NASCAR handles that with the teams and stuff, because they did in between the Xfinity race and the NASCAR race, you know, with the Xfinity race getting rained out the night before, they had to tell all the RVs and trailers to leave. Yeah. And then the NASCAR ones came in. So that's, that, that's so, so weird. And, and basically the teams are working out of their haulers anyway. They're not doing the, the garage yeah. setup. So, mm-hmm. yeah, know. so that's all very interesting. And then on Wednesday night, we have the Elsco uniforms, 500 at 8 PM on FS one, 205 Ooh, laps. Uh, and the starting lineup will be just like the second Darlington race. So an invert lineup on spots, uh, one through 20. Okay. So they're just doing the qualifying once and then they're just going to flip it. Yeah, um, okay. what they're going to be doing for, you know, the Bristol, Atlanta, Martinsville, Miami, Talladega races, right. TBD, from what okay. I've seen. If I've missed something, uh, my apologies. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, so what? just real quick, did you like the Wednesday night race at a shorter length? Yes. Yes, same. I did. I would have liked it same, better if same. it started on time at 6 o'clock because I could have made it to the end. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I still have to get up for work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, obviously... Joe Gibbs has looked good this year just because of Denny Hamlin. Yeah. You know, Kyle Busch has had some good finishes. Same with Martin Truex Jr. But when you look here, you look at the last three winners at Charlotte Motor Speedway, it's been Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. Uh-huh. So it'll be interesting to see who really. MTJ you know, looked pretty good. They were figuring things out. Yeah. They looked strong. The, I picked Martin Truex Jr. to win in fantasy in the second week just because, like, that first race, I was just like, oh, give him clean air, and it will... Remember that Charlotte race he won by, like, 700 laps? Yeah. What was that, like, two weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. Or two years ago? Yeah. He, like, lapped... He even lapped himself. Like, that's how well he... Yeah. That's how well he raced. But, um... So, yeah. So, last year's race, Martin Truex Jr. won the Coca-Cola 600. Uh, then you had Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, Chase, Ricky Senhouse Jr., Chris Buescher. So that's interesting now that mm-hmm. they flip-flop teams. Yep. Then you have three Hendrick guys in a row. So it'll be interesting to see if Hendrick can kind of keep up what's going on. Because I think, what, it, outside of Chase, I mean, before Chase got spun, yeah. I think all four of them were in the top 12. Yeah, they were running really and well. And then Bowman kind of faded towards the end because of his tires and so on and so forth. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then you had uh, Bowman, Jimmy Johnson, William Byron, and Kevin Harvick. What's interesting about Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr., they're the only two drivers that have over 200 fantasy points in the last four races. So that means they're averaging 50 points each. Who's that? Martin Truex Jr. and Kyle Busch. Okay. Oh, my God. Wow. And, and combined, they have led 981 laps. So you're telling me to put them in my fantasy? Yeah, I would okay. put them in. And right. to be honest with you, hell, I might even use – I might put Christopher Bell like as in a like a garage driver this week if Gibbs performs well. Mm. You know, and we will have you know um qualifying to tweak your lineup too. Exactly. And you'll be able to pick a pole winner for the first race mm-hmm. then probably so. Yeah, cuz you know Christopher Bell's talented. He's obviously yeah. in the Cup series and in a Joe Gibbs car for a reason. Yep. Uh so that'll be a that'll be very 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 interesting. Um who else is good here minus the uh, 18 and the 19? Yep. Uh Denny Hamlin. Third most fantasy points. So, again, three Gibbs cars. It's yeah. going to be a, a Gibbs-heavy weekend unless Hendrick can 
stop having bad luck. <laughs> no one has worse luck than Hendrick Motors. You really do. And you know what's funny is, like, as far as my fantasy team, whoever has the bad luck, it's whoever, whichever Hendrick driver I have picked that week. <laughs> like, it's just, ah. All right, so don't pick a Hendrick guy this week. And if Hendrick wins, then we've solved something. I really want, I really want Jimmy to win a race. I do, too. And I think it'd be perfect for him to win at Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, it's I really, just, but uh, I just, I don't know. I just, it's going to sound weird to say this, but you just can't trust Jimmy Johnson anymore. Yeah. 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 It's just, oh. I mean, he's, you know, top, he's on the Mount Rushmore of the sport, but you just, it's hard to trust him. Yeah. I mean, to, you know, see the end of stage one on Sunday's <laughs> yeah, race, you know, know. like you, uh. I mean, he was pissed afterwards too. Yeah. I know that. Um, so but Jimmy Johnson is pretty good here. Uh, he is actually four. He has the fourth most fantasy points over the last four races. Really? So, yeah, including a top five. Okay. Top ten. So that's pretty good. All right. That's pretty and good. And he also has an average finish of ninth. So oh, for that's fantasy, really wow, that's like pretty damn good. Uh, wow. Chase Elliott, he has a couple top fives. He's pretty good here. And then and he's mad. You think he does? Matt, he does he retaliate with uh, Kyle? You think at all? Well, Kyle said yesterday that they spoke. Okay. And that Chase is a class act. Yeah. So I hope, like, a couple things. As a fan, give me a rivalry. Yeah. Because the Denny Chase rivalry lasted like two weeks, and that was it. If you can get the, arguably the best driver in the sport right now against the Golden Boy. Yeah. Ratings, fans. We, it, I'm not saying it's going to be Dale versus Jeff. Okay, but it would be fun to have two very popular drivers hate each other. Yeah, that would be good. You know, and I think Kyle Busch loves being hated. It yeah, drives him. He's very good I, at it. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he would be a perfect WWE heel wrestler. Oh yeah, you know, like he he would love it. Yeah. So, but um, Matt Kenseth is good here. He has an average start of seventh and an average finish of tenth okay. in the last four races. It, it's pretty good. His numbers are so good; they're actually better than Kyle Larson's numbers in the last four races. Wow. And he's now taking over for Kyle Larson. There you have it. So that'll be very interesting. And people you may want to stay away from, even though Joey Logano did finish second Yep. Uh, last year, the Penske boys. Oh, really? The Penske boys are not mm. good here. Ryan Blaney has an average start of 12th and an average finish of 20th. Yeah, that's the that's... wrong direction. Brad Kay has an average finish of 19th. Where's and... he been, man? I mean, he he had a strong car on, uh, yeah, just, what was it, Sunday? Know. Yeah, and then once Kevin Harvick got that clean air, it was see you later. Yeah. And then uh, Joey Logano, even though he you know he did finish second last year, he has a total of 86 fantasy points in the last four races. So to put that into perspective, let's yeah. say he got 45 points yeah. the last race. You take that away. He's only averaging like less than 15 points in the last like three or four races. There. Yeah, I know. So, Guess who's been on my fantasy team? <laughs> Oh, jeez. But, and then, you know, we're all looking for garage people every year or every week because we don't want to use our big guns. Austin Dillon won. It was the last person to win here that wasn't a Joe Gibbs racer. He won here four years ago. So, Tyler Reddick's doing well. So, can RCR. You throw one of those, like, kind of wild card guys in there for a. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Tyler Reddick's finish at Darlington on Sunday was just like the. If you did use him for your, you know, for your fantasy, that's just like the perfect one week fill in that you need. Yeah. Top 10 finish, a couple stage points, you know, gets you like 30 plus points and you're content. So. Cool. 
All right. Well, what do you think? Are we going to do two winners again? Oh, yeah, I got to do two winners. Yeah. All right. First race. Coca-Cola 600. Who you got? Chase Elliott. Whoa. MTJ. Okay. And then um, for my second one, I was going to go MTJ. Jimmy Johnson for my second one. Okay. So a Hendrick, Joe Gibbs, extravaganza. Jimmy to win it. (laughs) All right. So cool. There we go. We got a little podcast for both races. And what else do we need? Just one real quick question for you, just because, you know, you hear it on sports radio all the time. Yeah. Do you think the champion of this season would have like a tainted championship with everything that's going on? Like an asterisk? Nah. No. Love that. Because I think with NASCAR, you can't like, it's too long of a season. Yeah. There's so many races. I, I, Always think NASCAR season's too long anyway, and I like the sport. And I'm like, man, I should have picked a sport with a shorter season to do a podcast about. Yeah, like uh, curling. <laughs> like we do it once every four years. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, anyway, we have we have fun. It's nice to see you. Yes. Uh, have you have you gotten out golfing? Uh, yes, went yesterday. Good. And got burnt to a crisp. You ready for this? He's so Irish. Oh, God. Look at that. Yeah. Oof. Ouch. Freckles are back, baby. Yeah, good stuff. Put something on that. All right, uh, we'll see you at some point next week. I don't know because we got races all over the place. I'm going to see if we can get uh, a guest, maybe. But everybody is so busy with all these races every day. It's you know a couple a week. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, is that it? I think that's it. All right, good. We covered it all. Check uh, our Twitter machine at Wicked Fast PDCST uh, at Wicked Fast Podcast on Instagram. We've got the Facebook page wrorcom slash Wicked Fast or just bpodstudios.com. They've got a lot of great uh, content there. Actually, you can find Big Jim's podcast at Bpod Studios as well. It's a oh, cool great. car podcast that he does. So uh, check that one out. And uh, there you go. We got it. We good. We out. That's it. Stay safe, everyone. All right. The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. ba da ba ba ba